Bam! We're live. Welcome to Before the World Implodes. I'm your host, Robin Myers, a pan creator of this beautiful podcast. Today we've got another guest. We've got another fucking guest. And this is a guest who... We've been talking about you coming on for a while, I think. Yeah, man. I've like, been talking. And now it's happened. Now it's happened. We fucking put pedal to the metal. I got my guy Finn Matthews on. Introduce yourself, yo, yo. bro. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm Finn. I'm just a guy doing stuff in the world. Moving. Grooving. Sweet talking. Ain't that something? Ain't that something? Boom. So, we went to secondary school together. Mm. Haven't seen Finn in like fucking forever. Finn, how you feeling? I feel good, man. I feel I feel great. Especially getting out of that school as well. Yeah? Definitely, yeah, man. That was a weird place. It was um unique. It was unique, yeah. It wasn't all bad as well. It was like it was a different it was a different. It was really different, which was like cool, but also, mm. also, yeah. It was like you're confused about it. I think it was a lot, man. Yeah, that yeah. It was a lot. Like, in. I love the place, but obviously, um, when I went to art college, there were so many people from art co- from creative arts there, mm-hmm. and a lot of people didn't didn't have nice things to say about that place. <laughs> no, no, no. And um, made me realize shit. People really didn't fuck fuck with that place. <laughs> yeah. Thought about why, and it's like maybe. Young people shouldn't have that much freedom, mm-hmm. realistically. Yeah, definitely. But I, Dude, it was so loud as well. Like everything was open. Mm. You know what I mean? I'm doing like English. I can hear maths going on upstairs. Yeah. You know what I mean? So for context, we went. You know, our secondary school was like three big floors with no like no walls or anything. Yeah. Three big studios on top of each other. Like one was like math. And then one was English and like... It was art at the top. And art and like history and... Yeah, like and like history and geography and all that would like happen in between all of these places. And it was it was new and mm-hmm, yeah. we were the first year group and the last really. Yeah, we were the guinea pigs. Yeah. We were. <laughs> we were the guinea pigs. <laughs> My sister's boyfriend always says, always <laughs> used to say to me, you're a guinea pig. <laughs> when I was going there. But um, we were the last year because... The year after we like our our year had finished, they changed the name of the school. Yeah, they, and they, they got taken over. They went like a whole different route. Like first we were wearing like what we wanted to wear to a certain degree, and now they're wearing like suit blazers with ties. Yeah, like. yeah. So it was like it was like an art school, but it wasn't like a pro- one of those like private ones. Like it was free. Yeah. Like like any normal secondary school, except for like you could wear whatever you want as long as it was a certain color. Mm-hmm. And like. The way we did tutor was different as well because we'd have it like after lunch. Yeah. And then we'd have like weeks at the end of every term yeah. where we could just make things. Yeah. With our cool. tutors, it was fucking that, cool. That was a nice. That was a nice experience. But the lack of like organizing sometimes when you're that young as well, you kind of need that guidance. Yeah. And it was like the fact that you didn't have it, you're like, shit. There's some uni stuff. Yeah, you I get like, you. Give me a bit of that first. Yeah, it was it was tricky. I think I have a I have a different experience of it than most people do because mm-hmm. I. Didn't join until year nine, and the f- two years before that, I was in a really strict like secondary school, all boys Catholic school. Right, so it's like a breath. That shit yeah. was yeah, it was so different, man. And yeah. like, I think because at that at like the all boys school, I was just trying to like not be myself as much as I could. Yeah, I was fucking like sort of just hated everyone there. Mm-hmm. Everyone was there were lo- there were some really cool people to be fair. I, was, mm-hmm. I don't want to slag everyone off because I have some friends from there now, but. Most people there were really homophobic 
and you put it like top, toxic masculinity sort of place, right? Yeah, for it's, sure. It's a bunch of guys surrounded by guys. Yeah, but the th- so, and the thing is, it was like there were kind of teachers that would encourage like mm-hmm. people to fuck around. Because the thing is, I don't think anyone is bored. Like, I don't think any straight guys are like would just naturally dislike a gay person if they want to talk to yeah, them, right? Yeah, they just fucking wouldn't. But um, yeah. you know, like I had a friend who I won't name, but like. <laughs> He got like thrown down the stairs at St. Boniface because oh, they thought the he was fuck? gay. Oh, and he was wow. gay, but they, they didn't know that. And like, they kicked him in the head so and shit. Just took the chance. Yeah, yeah. So the thing is, we were good friends, right? And, um, Damn. like, I'll tell you, you'll, you know, I'll talk to you about it after the pod, but yeah, sure. um, we were good mates. And I used to hang out with him at like break time and shit. And this was in year seven because um, I used to like sort of hang out with him a lot because I knew people wanted to beat him up because they thought he was gay. Because right, so he was, you know, really camp. Yeah. I was off ill one day and then I like, threw him down the stairs oh, and like, stomped his head and shit. And he got taken to hospital and like, the next day his mum had a meeting with the head teacher. And he was like, refused to suspend anyone and he told her to chill out because it was just boys banter. Like, it was in, like just enforced by the school man. Yeah, dude, that's crazy. Yeah. So like go into creative arts where everyone was like gay and trans and shit. I was just like, yeah, holy shit, what the fuck? Yeah, I was like, I was shocked, man. That yeah. the and, whole uh, like the amount of different people, bro. I remember seeing someone hang onto like a, it was like one of the walls. They were just yeah. up there. And I was like, what are you? Yeah, doing? legit. Because you would like, like mate, there were just so many different people there that yeah. any other school they wouldn't have had them in, you yeah. know? Yeah. Like, and that went both ways. Because some people there were really cool and some people there were absolutely mental. Yeah, and it was a nice blend as well. Like, sort of everyone knew each other. Yeah, that's like, the there, thing. There, there was groups, but we all kind of, like, were aware of who well, we mate, were. Well, mate, this is the thing, because that's what I talk about. Like, whenever I talk to people who didn't go there, like, you talk to people who went to different secondary schools, and it's all like, oh, the popular people at my secondary school. And, like, yeah. oh, the popular group. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't know that there was a popular No, it wasn't really popular. Group. Like, there were definitely a few girls, I think. Yeah. That you could say they would have been the popular group, but no one put them on a pedestal kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. At least from what I can tell. And, like, it was just different, man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think because there was, like... I think because that group of people growing up in school didn't have anyone above them to put pressure on them. Yeah, kind of yeah, thing, yeah, definitely. Which is, like, a massive thing. Because at St. Boniface, I remember, like, I got, like, pushed over on my first day by year 11. Oh, dude. Like, and that's just, like, what people were like. And it was just yeah. a thing. You know, like... And I remember, like, fuck, dude. So I used to hang out with these, like... When I was in, like, year 8, I'd hang out with, like, these year 10s. Because I didn't really like anyone in my year. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of hanging out with them so no one would, like, fuck with me kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember they used to walk around at, like, break time. And they'd go over to the kids in, like, the younger years. And they'd ask them if they had any money. Like, so they could get past them at break. And when the kids would say no, they'd shake their blazers... <laughs> <laughs> and check if they fucking rattled. <laughs> <laughs> like, if they did, they'd be like, "No, why you gotta lie to me, bro?" Like, and shit was just, shit was stuck. Turning them upside down, shaking yeah, them legit. out, shaking them Looking up. like a coin purse, man. They just yeah, like, yeah. take off the shoes. Let me see legit. the shoes. <laughs> legit, you got fucking twenty pound Calvin Kleins. Get them off, <laughs> motherfucker. Like, it was fucked, man. Yeah. And I think not having that did a lot of good for. Yeah. People there. But then it, it made people just think differently, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And I think you got a lot of just really cocky people there as well. Yeah, a lot the, of people who thought they couldn't like be touched or some shit. Yeah, because that's the thing. I don't like like that argument about like bullying. Like, why you need bullies? 
I don't really fuck with that argument. No, dude, that's just... It's like... It's ridiculous. You know, because you get that whole, like, oh, if people don't get bullied, they'll just be fucking dicks. I don't think that's true, because then, then you get the extreme side of that, like, my mate who got fucking booted tossed in the head and the tossed down the fucking stairs. stairs, right? But it's like, I think definitely, like, I think if someone needs to be checked, they'll eventually get checked. Mm-hmm. They don't need to get fucking bullied in school. Like, eventually you figure out you can't just go around being a dick. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's growing up, yeah. Like, I think I think maybe there were more people in that school that didn't realise that just yet. Mm-hmm. But then there were some people from that school who, because they just had that freedom, just went far. Yeah, yeah. Like Luella, Luella we were talking about Luella, talking right? About Luella. Yeah. Fucking shout out to Luella, because she's a fucking cool, yeah. cool person. Yeah. And like, she did way more with that freedom than I did. Fucking hell. Yeah. Like, she just fucking did cool shit. I was just mm-hmm. like fucking running around all the time being a dickhead yeah, yeah. Like, but she's just fucking like in the art department all the time and yeah. shit yeah, yeah she was like taking control of the space legit yeah. I think see that's the thing I don't think kids are that like most kids are not naturally gonna dominate their freedoms like that uh, yeah. in a productive way yeah definitely yeah that age I was They're... not aware of like some of the shit that was open to me yeah for sure you know I mean? Like, for sure. I kind of always went down to the music space if I wanted to. They let you roam free. Yeah. And I was always just like, ah, angry. Yeah, for sure. And that's the thing, like, because in like year 10 and 11, man, me and me and Ryan would just like ditch math. Did you meet, do you remember Ali, the music teacher? Yeah. Yeah. Fucking shout out to Ali. Ali, I can't remember a second name actually. Shout out to Ali. <laughs> shout out to Ali. <laughs> and mate, she would be like, she would unlock the door for us like before she knew when our math lessons were Mm -hmm. so whenever we had a math lesson she would leave this music space this little like one of the little rooms that had the max in unlocked and just leave so she wasn't there and we'd just go down there and it was like Ali has no idea we're in here kind of thing Mm -hmm. so we could just make music and shit we weren't getting math we just fucking weren't getting math and we ever sat there and pissed off the teachers and whoever else wanted to get math or we went and recorded music. Yeah. And it's like, it's cool that we had a school that allowed that, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think, I mean, I nearly got expelled a few times because I don't think I handled that freedom very well. Mm-hmm. You know? I think... That's exactly like I was, man. Like, I was not ready to be just, you've got this on your own mm. sort of thing. You know what I mean? Because I literally came out, like, you know, we went into that school after you know primary was the first thing and in primary you're really like this is what you do we'll mm-hmm. sit here with you do it and then you're just put in there and you're like whoa you're and so it's like secondary regardless of like the constraints of it if you went to that secondary school or you get like a really strict one mm-hmm. you find all of these freedoms anyway because i think most people in secondary school they start to think about sex start to think about relationships yeah yeah yeah, start going places where your parents don't know where you're going. Yeah, yeah. And then when you've got that, but like no one trying to pin you into one space yeah. on top of that, fuck man. Like I don't know how many people are gonna know this, and I think some some of our old teachers probably listen to this. They might not like to hear this, but I know people that were fucking in the sports gallery in our school, man. What? For sure. Oh my god. Jesus. I know man. people that would find spots. Like, near the sports halls and the toilets. And they'd fuck in the toilets, man. And I think you take that much... You give that much freedom to young people. They want to fuck. 
to be yeah. completely honest. Yeah. Dude, I was so unaware of that stuff. Like, I was that kid who just went around and was like, wanted to break shit. I was, ne- I, never yeah, was, no, like, I was never in like same. contact with my emotions back then. Yeah. So, like, I wanted to like fuck and want to have relationships, but I wasn't like that person thinking like, these guys are fucking there and these guys have drama there. Right, like, okay, okay. I'm I get just kind of just going around doing me. I yeah, I get you. I think the way I tried to do me was figure everyone there out kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. I kind of spoke to everyone, but then like, feel like I kind of cheated myself out of experience to a degree because like I don't know I didn't because for the first year I'd, there was all this freedom and shit mm. it was overwhelming to me man mm. like I was like shit coming from St Boniface where I literally felt like I was being put through like a compressor every single day and then I'm just there around gay people because I didn't know any gay people before. yeah that, yeah, yeah like yeah. none but I knew, I knew I was gay. Yeah. But I didn't know any. Yeah. So I was like, holy shit. Yeah. And I get there and everyone's gay, man. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> this is going to come out at some point. But I still waited for like a year. And then when I came out, I kind of just took whatever I could get and mm-hmm. just started hanging out with really fucking irritating people. <laughs> and had like the most meaningless bullshit connections ever. And um, mm. I don't know. But I think like that school was good for me because... don't know if I would have ever came out if I didn't have that school. Yeah. In like, I'm, complete I'm, honesty. It sucked. Whilst I was there, but now I'm thankful for that experience. Yeah, for sure. It's one of those things, isn't it? I feel like just most people just aren't going to enjoy secondary school. Yeah. Your body is going through so much shit. Your brain is like on the major go. Like you're just for sure. You're f- you, it's difficult to figure shit out at that yeah. age, man. Yeah. It's so difficult. Some people really fucking love it. Some people just don't. Yeah. I definitely didn't fucking love secondary school. Yeah. But I definitely, I definitely got stuff out of that place. Yeah. Because I think... I think, like, people who went there think in a much freer way. Like, speak to, even people that have just gotten fucked up since going to that school, they're at least more free in their fucked upness. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, it's, 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 it's cool, man. And um, I think, I think yeah, it's such a, like, there are definitely two sides to it. Because I know a lot of people didn't, didn't like it at all. Mm. But I think mm. I definitely benefited from that place. Mm. even if it meant like sort of redoing GCSEs and like taking longer to get into college and stuff yeah yeah. I think like overall I'd say I appreciated like being yeah I wouldn't I can't think of anywhere else I would have wanted to go yeah yeah because like I went to three and that was definitely the best one because like I went to St Boniface I went to that and then there was a week where I was like officially expelled so I had to go to another school right until they let me back um (laughs) And that school was Mount Tamar. Ooh. And that place was fucked, Ooh, dude. Yeah. Dude, yeah. Mount Tamar is such a fucked school. Like, don't know if people listening to this will know, but there are literally schools in Plymouth where people are just openly racist. And that's just normal. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, my first day at Mount Tamar, there was this kid. He must have been like a year seven or potentially even a year six. He had like primary kids there as well. Mm-hmm. And the guy fucking snapped his own thumb, like right back. Oh, dude. In, like, to spite a teacher. Like, they were arguing outside this door, and the kid slams the door, and he's like, fuck you! And just, like, fully pulls the fucking thumb back. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> that's, that's and the kid idiot. starts screaming, and everyone's up at the window, like, oh my god, he slapped his thumb! 
it's like what the <laughs> fuck and that was on my first day I was just like what the fuck where have they placed me man yeah yeah like I found he's <laughs> like fuck you I'm gonna hurt myself legit <laughs> literally <laughs> you're gonna have to deal with this shit motherfucker yeah, yeah. have fun filling out the paperwork just fucking breaks his whole hand the kid was fucking <laughs> mental man I felt like I, d- I don't know what the fuck I thought a bit was going to the zoo. Like, yeah legit bro I felt it was fucking creepy, man. Yeah. It was so fucking creepy. Like, it seemed like a cartoon. Like, the place was just so removed from reality, but, like, yeah. just smack bang in the middle of Plymouth. Yeah, yeah. And, like, fuck, I remember one guy, like, there was, like, a year seven that kept calling this, like, big, like, s- this dude who was, like, probably bigger than I am now, who was in, like, year ten. And he was, like, six foot three. And this, like, little year seven, they were playing football, and little year seven kept calling him the N-word, right? And kept doing it. And this guy fucking picks the year seven up and like throws him down a hill and like broke his arm. Oh. And I was just like, holy fucking <laughs> shit, man. And there was, bro, like, there was so much racism there. Right. Like, right. I was, wouldn't say I was friends with this girl, but I definitely hung out with this girl a lot. Mm-hmm. And like, all the time, there would be these guys, like, if they had an argument with her, they'd start like just full on using like proper racial obscenities, man. Like, just like proper freely like to this person yeah yeah and like you know in secondary school i'd heard a lot of white people say it like not about people but just heard them say it to be edgy kind of thing yeah yeah. but then like just hearing someone actually call someone that you're like what the fuck yeah like it was such a different kettle of fish yeah and i remember like one time it had happened and we were in this like catering space and all of the teachers there were fucking hench. Like, all of the male teachers there were fucking hench because they were dealing with fucking Satan's porn, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they were dealing with, like, characters that, like, got left out of South Park that were just fucked <laughs> up, man. Like, full <laughs> fucking crazy shit. And um, these teachers were always a bit fucking mental themselves. Mm. And this teacher, I remember one of the times that someone was racist to this girl. And I was just telling them how fucked up it was, and it caused an argument. And I'm just sat there, and like there are some of us talking to this teacher, and he's like trying to tell me where I'm going wrong with being like, <laughs> in my opinion, on racism, right? And he says to me, so this guy used to be like a chief of police in Devon and Cornwall, and he genuinely looked me in the eye mm. and told me that the thing about racism is he knows a lot of men in the police force who were made racist because of bad black men. And I was like, what the fuck? That's like, if I fucking went into a shop and every time I saw a man hold hands with a woman, I just spat on them. Yeah. And I was like, nah, fuck you. I, I met homophobes in school. I'm yeah. not dealing with you fucking yeah. disgusting straight motherfuckers. Yeah. I'm straightophobic, bitch. Yeah. Like, shit just made no fucking sense. Blaming your, like, problems on something else. Yeah. Like, but, holy shit, the fucking dog going crazy outside. Um, but... But, like, and that's a guy, A, who was the chief of police. That's concerning as fuck. Yeah, that's, yeah, definitely. Equally as concerning is the fact that he is a male role model Mm -hmm. to children expressing racist sentiment, Mm. man. That shit is happening in Plymouth right fucking now. Yeah, man. And they shut down the fucking art school, bro. (laughs) And they shut down the, not the fucking school that, like, threw gay kids down the stairs or the (laughs) school that fucking abused black kids yeah but they were like their grades are good so we keep that one open yeah legit legit man it was fucking it's ridiculous man. it's fucked up and like there's so much dodgy stuff that happened 
with that school being taken over and the Ofsted report and stuff. It's dodgy, but fucking... It is what it is. What music were you listening to back then? Like, in secondary school, Dude, what was the was shit that got you say, through like, secondary school? I was school? so not with it. I didn't listen right. to music until I was 17. Like, you just didn't listen to music? I didn't listen to any music. I wasn't that person who was like, when I'm on the bus, on my earphones in. Nothing like that. So what were you doing, what were you doing on the bus? Dude, I just sat there. <laughs> you're just waiting for you like, think I'm listening to music but I'm just going I'm just sat there like just, just staring you're just like shit I hope a fucking pigeon falls out of the tree yeah, right yeah. now like you just needed some shit it was ridiculous like I, I realised how out of place I was as a person right. Right, when right. I was like I didn't get a phone or anything so I was like 16, 17 and started right. listening to music yeah. you know what I mean and started talking to my friends like who's this guy who sings like uh, letters off the wall. It's like Stevie Wonder, yeah. you fucking idiot. I'm like, uh, <laughs> I was like, I was so out of it. I was like, yeah, it was crazy. I just sat there. But I, bro, I feel like if if you've been listening to music that recently, you've really fucking hit the gas with that shit. Yeah, Because yeah, you've got man. extensive knowledge on like jazz music and shit. Yeah, I went deep into it, dude. Yeah, man, I can tell you're hard in the paint. How did that start? How did you get into jazz music like that? Because you got a fucking guys. Finn's got a pod, a, a fucking <laughs> playlist. That will blow any the socks off of any fucking jazz music fan. Yeah. Should we like, plug it? Yeah, plug it. What? Dude, beautiful sounds. FWM. Bam. What's your What's your like Spotify username? Oh, big stacks. Big stacks. Big stacks. All caps. Beautiful sounds. FYM. FWM. FWM. Beautiful go. sounds. FWM. Big stacks. That's it. Get but the yeah. fucking playlist up, guys, because it's a stonker. Yeah, but I just like. All the artists that are around now that I love the sound of, I looked for their inspiration. Right. And then I looked for those people's inspiration. And yeah. And it kept going to like, oh, these artists gave me this drum beat or whatever. I was like, and I started going into that, you know what yeah. I mean? And through that, I found so many different artists. And sometimes it was just me sat in my house going like, okay, I really like this artist. Who's like these artists? Listen to them. Put it in an album or something. I'm like, these are really good. Listen to these artists after that. It's just, yeah, it kind of just, you gotta just put time into it, you know what I mean? For sure, and it's a good way to like learn how to focus on shit, yeah, and to study shit, yeah. Because I feel like I did the same shit with like hip hop music, because mm-hmm. like I'd always listen to Eminem, mm-hmm. but then around like year ten ish, I had Kendrick Lamar, yeah, and I bought Damn, mm-hmm. and then from that I had KOD and I bought that, and then I worked backwards with those albums, mm-hmm. and it's like, I feel like I studied that and you studied that in a way that people study English or, like, people study history yeah, and shit. Yeah, And, like, I really fucking focused on that shit and yeah. tried to figure out as much about that music as possible. Kind of shit. yeah. And um, I feel like it's, that's a good way to, like, teach a young person how to, like, learn about things. Mm, Just definitely. fucking give them, like, headphones, man. Yeah. <laughs> give them headphones and Spotify, right? Yeah. And it's, like, the music now as well, I love how it's, like, going back with how our fashion and all that and our culture is kind of going back with, like, the 80s. We're all doing that now as yeah. well. So some brilliant stuff is coming back, you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure, man. And, like, it's fucking great that we have Spotify, because, like, Spotify, man, I was reading this thing a while back that was talking about how, like, young people now have such, like, an odd taste compared to the youth of, like, any generation previously. Because, mm. like, you came up in the 60s, right? Mm-hmm. You were listening to the Rolling Stones, the Kinks, the Beatles. Mm-hmm. And that was it. Yeah. And then you come up in the 70s and you're like, fuck the Beatles. This Sex Pistols record just came out and I want to fucking kill Pink Floyd kind yeah. of thing, right? And then, like, you come out in the 80s and it's, like, fucking the Smiths, like, Echo and the Bunnymen, all of that shoegaze stuff. And you're like, fuck punk. Like, that's just angry, dumb shit. Yeah, yeah. 
obviously you had all of the other subcultures in those time periods, but like then now you take like five people out of like a, a school or a college or whatever, or to take like five young people out of the street, they've all got different like they yeah. all say a different genre of shit yeah. that they really like. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, because you got Spotify, you watch a film and you like a song from that film, you can just listen to the whole album. Yeah, and it's like that's I think that's why so many people just listen to cool. Dude, that's shit, a great man. way to find good music as well from films. Yeah, man. Like directors who have made films and put you realize they got such a good taste in like. Yeah, I'm putting it into the scene as well. You feel it. You really for sure, it. bro. I mean, fucking like Edgar Wright. Yeah. With Baby Driver. Mm-hmm. Holy shit, man. Do one for me is um Quentin Tarantino with uh, You'll yeah. Be a Woman Soon. Ah. Uh, yeah. Edge Overkill. Holy shit, man. Yeah. Yeah. That was a fucking. I was like, that scene just like made me want to hear so much that like Dude. Western feel sort of. Tarantino music. is a fucking master of of soundtrack, man. Like fucking Kill Bill. Every fucking sound that went into that film was just like. Ah, mm-hmm. fucking so mm-hmm. good. I remember, dude. I was so fucking pissed. I um, Kill Bill was like my first Tarantino film. Right. I fucking loved it. Watched it like ten times. I got the poster of it literally just behind your head right there. Fucking loved the shit. Oh, yeah. Right. Me and my mate Travis found out that they were screening. You know when his recent film Once Upon a Time in Hollywood came out? Yeah. We found out that they were screening every Tarantino film in View Cinema in Plymouth, but they're all fucking eighteens, right? So yeah. what we had to do is we would check we would check what screen the film was in mm-hmm. so we'd know which side of the cinema it was on. Yeah. And then we'd buy a ticket to a film in the same side uh. and just check which seats were available in the film. Yeah, 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 and we yeah, snuck yeah. into everyone. And Kill Bill, they showed both parts back to back. That shit was fucked up, man. <laughs> Five hours of Kill Bill just straight. Jeez. And right at the end of the film, I was like, shit. The bit where she like, where she's about to kill someone and you get like the... I was like, I'm going to sample that. I'm going to be like the first person to make a fucking insane rap with that. <laughs> and like a few months later, I heard a fucking Black Eyed Peas song and they'd already done it. That's <laughs> like, for fuck's sake. <laughs> I got creatively best by fucking Will I Am. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's like, holy shit, man. But um, Tarantino was fucking... His, so good, his, have you seen the new film, Once Upon a Time? Yeah. Well, it's, it's not new now, is it? I guess, but... It's not that new, but yeah, I've seen it. That shit's fucking hard as hell. Yeah. Like, that last scene, man. I've watched that last scene so many times where fucking Brad Pierce starts smashing that woman's face yeah, yeah, into yeah. the fucking phone yeah, thing. Just, dude. Dude. The film is fucked. Yeah. You have to watch it, like, twice to understand what's going on as well. Like, ah, yeah, for sure, because it's a different tempo to any of his other yeah, films. Yeah, the first man. time you watch it, you're like, okay, this is about a guy in movies. He's, like, the yeah. actor, but he's, like, got trouble in life. Yeah, and, and you, you just... watch it again, you're like... What the fuck is happening? Yeah, because then it's all just like, you know, it's fucking Charlie Manson's just popping up every two seconds and you're like, wait, what the fuck? Yeah. And, um, but yeah, like you rewatch it and it makes a lot more sense. And it's, I think it's less of a chore to watch second time around. I found myself like having to like force myself to watch it the first time. Mm. Like, I loved it. And obviously it was Tarantino, but I was just like, fuck, like. This isn't what I expected. Yeah. Because, I mean, he's always, he, always, he always, like, makes you wait 
for the fucking insane burst of ultra violence at the end. Mm -hmm. But this one, he really made you wait. Mm -hmm. And he like teases you a bit when Brad Pitt punches Matey Boy in the face outside the car, but like, you don't really get it. And then when you get it, you fucking get it. You get like dogs fighting bollocks off. Yeah, yeah, Fucking phones going into people's faces and you get a guy burning to death in a swimming pool. Like, what the fuck is that, man? You know, like, God, Tarantino is a fucking... I love in that as well, how like, at the end, you couldn't tell he was going to win. You couldn't tell he was going to come Yeah, legit. Like, because I thought, all right, well, they're they're all going to die. I thought, like, this is going to be, like, a retelling of what happened with Charles Manson, basically. Like, this, Brad Pitt's Sharon Tate. Like, (laughs) that's what's going to go down. But fucking, nah. They they reigned victorious. And it was, you seen any other Tarantinos? Yeah, man. One of my favorite ones, Django Unchained. Ah, fuck, man. Such a good film. And yeah, I'd say that's that's like one of his best films for sure. That yeah. was a fucking incredible film. Definitely. Fuck that scene where he sh- right near the end where um Jamie Fox shoots Samuel Jackson and he goes like flying out of the shot. Dude, that shit was fucking so cool. That shit was so fucking good. And when he kills his like ex master mm-hmm. and whips like Bro, whips the guy to fuck. When he brings it out as like um or oh, what do you say again? She's like um. I like the way you die, boy. Yeah. Dude, that was heavy. But, like, it's weird. Tarantino's so good at making such a serious film that they had some really parts that were just really, like, funny and not serious at all. Yeah. And he's good at making, like, really dark shit funny, too. Yeah, yeah. Like, there'll be a really dark scene where someone's dying and someone says something seriously, but it's just fucking funny, man. Well, Pulp Fiction's great for that. Oh, for like, sure. For sure. Like, so many parts where you're like, dude, this is so fucked up. Yeah, legit. <laughs> like, legit. Like, but it's like, like when the, when they've got the guy in the gym suit and it's like, I can't remember what Marcel as well it says, but he just says some really gangster shit about how he's going to get like a gang of brothers to go down on this guy's ass or some shit. Yeah, and it's yeah. just fucking funny. But, yeah. but he was nearly fucking like, you know, like destroyed, man. Yeah. Yeah, Tarantino is a fucking odd mind, man. Mm. And I don't know if you've seen him talk. I've, yeah, I have, yeah. That yeah, guy, he fucking... Not, he does not care. Nah, he doesn't care. And okay. he's like, I don't think I'd like to meet him, to be honest. I don't think I would enjoy having a conversation yeah, with him. Yeah, I see what you mean. Like, yeah. I like his films, man, but he just seems, like, mad frustrated. Yeah. It seems like he's got all this pent-up shit. But, like, fucking it serves him well making films. Yeah. Man. Like, really serves him while making films. He's fucking... Like, the OG, I guess. Mm-hmm. Of, like... Because he took so many... Like, he kind of did what, like, happened to hip-hop in the 90s to film. Because he took influence from all of these genres and then, like, put them into one. Yeah. With his own, like, feel to it. Like, sort of what, like, Dre did with NWA where he's, like, sampling all of these, like, crazy jazz albums mm-hmm. and, like, all of this soul music... And then he's just like, but this is where I'm coming from with it. And it's going to be fucking incredible. And it's going to outsell any of the albums that I've sampled. Yeah. That's what fucking Tarantino did with like the Westerns and the Kung Fu movies and made them like insane blockbuster hits. Like, yeah, the guy's fucking, the guy is is an evil genius, I think. Yeah. For sure. He's fucking great. Um, Definitely. And then like. I don't know where I'd rank all of his films, but I think, yeah, Django Unchained, and, um, have you seen The Hateful Eight? 
I, I haven't yet. Yeah, I, I, that's I, I a need, good film. I know that one's like way darker. Dude, that, that film's fucking good, yeah. man. But it's so. It isn't like like two hours of it spent in like this cabin. Yeah, like, it's like, like a three-hour film. Yeah, right. It's fucking. Yeah. It's fucked. Yeah, bro. that one's that one's like, like he's a genius on the script writing. For yeah, that. man. Like when you're just in a a cabin. Yeah. And you have to make it so. Sh- powerful yeah like he did that so well yeah dude he's so good at scripting like because he scripted so many films that he hasn't directed as well like he scripted true romance and he scripted natural born killers and he scripted um dusk till dawn mm-hmm. like yeah the guy's fucking he's just like what, what else can you really say about him that hasn't been said a million times he's yeah. just fucking great True. um what are you listening to now like what's the what's like dominating your ears at the moment the uh i mean older stuff stevie Always with Stevie. Yeah. And, like, right now as well, I'm getting into, like, a space where I'm, like, finding, like, French or Spanish, like, really weird, like, uh, R&B, jazz, Sick. just weirdos, you know what I mean? Right. People are just, like, heard Stevie Wonder, heard these people and just went, I'm going to put some, like, weird shit on top of that. Okay. And roll with that. And people are just so underground, like, this guy who's just sat in his room by himself doing this, like... And it, yeah, you just get such interesting people mm. who like you know you've they've taken from others, but they've really done their own into that. Yeah. So definitely like Stevie Wonder. Another big one for me is Tyler the Creator. Yeah. Like for he's sure. he's always just doing. What are you saying shit. about his most recent album? Dude, love it. Yeah. Love it. You think it's like what? Where would you say it like ranks in his career? I I'd say it's one of the top for me. Igor is always going to be up there. Yeah. To be honest, like at first when I first heard "Call Me If You Get Lost," I was like fuck it's better than Igor because that was just me like hyped on it to fuck you know yeah I mean? got novelty right just like holy fuck like he's done you know what I mean he's done this shit mm. but now it's like Igor is really just like a, it's like an art piece you know what I mean mm-hmm. it's less of just an album it's a story so it's a it's a real it's, it could be a film right you know what I mean really take it like that okay but but his new one it's, it's always adapting it's like I can never think of it's like better than the other because it's always different you know what mm. I mean and I feel like a great artist, you just can't rank their albums like that. Like Yeah, you can't, yeah. And also with music, like, the album, when it's an album like that, your experience with the album evolves with your time on the world, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, certain songs just come to you at certain times and you're like, holy fuck. Yeah. I slept on this shit, you know what I mean? Yeah. I And I haven't had that with Tyler the Creator yet. Like, I've never listened to any of his music and been like, oh, this is shit. Yeah. But I've just, it's never clicked with me yet. Yeah. But saying that, I quit social media over summer for six weeks. Yeah. And I got an iPod and I had to turn my phone off. Nice. And the first album I put on my iPod was Call Me When You Get Lost. Yeah. Because it just came out and I was like, shit, I'm going to download this and listen to it on my iPod. It'd be fucking sick. And it was good. Yeah. But I just never listened to it again. Yeah. I need to. I need to. Because... I mean, like, I listen to a lot of his beats on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Fucking great beats. Dude. Fucking stomping It's, beats, it's so wild as well. Yeah. Like, he really captures people when he, like, he's got this beat going, it's quite chill, but then he just brings this random synth in. Yeah. Random vocal. You know what I mean? There's, no, there's never stillness. Yeah, and I mean, like, he's just done what he wanted to do. Yeah. And been as true to himself as humanly possible. Yeah. And it's paid off so well, man. So well. Yeah. Like, um, that speech he did at... Um, at like the Brit Awards when yeah. he won when he won for yeah. um Call Me If You Get Lost like holy shit he's like it's made me realise like wow this guy regardless of how much like I've connected with his music or not 
he has just made he's, whatever he wanted to make exactly and people really fucking resonated with it like, yeah. yeah I feel like once people know you're being like authentic yeah. and they can feel what you're saying they're like mm-hmm. they fucking stick with you man mm-hmm. and that's happened for him and he like I don't know if you saw it, but he was like, oh, fuck Theresa May, because she, like, banned him from the UK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, shit, that was so yeah, funny. Yeah, that, that was hilarious. And then, oh, man. Do you remember when she cried on TV? Do you remember that? I haven't seen the movie. Oh, that shit was so funny, man. That shit was so funny. Like, when she resigned, she like, started crying. And, like, fuck, that was so funny. Yeah. Like, um, anyway, that's fucking off topic. Nah, you'll get one. But, um, yeah, so what, like, what other hip-hop are you listening to, ATM? What do you think? What do you think of Brockhampton? Brock, dude, Brockhampton's alright. I've like, I don't know. I kind of went off their stuff. Right. Like, I was really onto it for a while, and I really respect them. They're sick, and they're yeah. all doing their own thing. But like, yeah, I kind of went off them for a while. What was it? What shit by them did you appreciate? Like before you went off them, kind of thing. Um, what you mean? What albums? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, dude, fuck. Give me a second. I have to go on my phone. Look. That's cool. Because cool. I completely forgot the. Uh, Oh, it's just on the tip of my tongue. Uh, but people I'm listening to still now, like hip hop and stuff like that, is um Smino. Right. Bro, and Saba. Yeah, dude, Saba. Sa- dude, not a lot of people in England, like, know about Saba. Yeah, my mate Eric got like, me onto Saba. Um, yeah. I feel like that's for hip hop heads, innit? Definitely. Innit, like. Here you go, Saturation 2. Got that on vinyl. By Brockhampton. That one, that one really hit. Yeah, I I fuck with every Saturation album. Those first three Saturation albums, man. Yeah, they're and fucking then, like, heavy. Their new one, Roadrunner. Yeah, like, I didn't. I don't know. I struggle with it. Yeah, because it's not... so. It's so just them. Just yeah, man. Putting sounds, their emotions into sound. Do yeah, you know what I mean, none of it's always like a song that you can just like vibe to and just like yeah. bop down the street in your car to. Because it's like mm. it's so weird. It's so like not always just a song. Yeah, and they're just trying to do like what's coming to them yeah and i'm not gonna hate on it but i haven't connected with any of their work since saturation three yeah. i just haven't and like i'm not gonna tell them to make another saturation because that's just you know people are like oh you need to fucking make another like classic yeah, you need to album back and do what you did before and it's like this shit just doesn't work does yeah. it like look what happened to fucking eminem everyone's like go back to some shady and he did and they're like oh shit no one yeah no one go back go yeah. back like just doesn't fucking work, man. Like, keep the records that they've got that were good, but... Yeah. I mean, it's good for them that they're just continuing to do their shit, but Yeah. those first three saturations, man, were fucking incredible. Yeah, Dude, I think a good guy to look out for, Kevin Abstract by himself. Yeah, Brock for Hampton's sure. Cool, but Kevin you listen Ab- to that? Kevin Abstract's That really solo good. project he did, like, in 2017 before Brockhampton? Yeah. Fuck, that shit was so good. Yeah, American Boyfriend, that shit was... Yeah, he's really good. That was a really good record. I yeah. bought a go-kart after seeing the music video for his song Empty. Nice. Because he's like, have you seen the video? He like, he's like going around to this like guy's house who's like got a girlfriend but he's like secretly fucking him. And he's like, (laughs) goes on a go-kart with a helmet on and he's like getting his dick sucked with a helmet on and it's just so fucking weird. (laughs) But like, after that I was like, this was just after the gay awakening, so to speak. And I was like, shit, I need a go-kart. And I just fucking got one. Yeah. Like, randomly, some guy across the street had a fucking go-kart. Yeah. Like, dude, i got a fucking story about that, actually, if we're going to go off topic. Yeah, go, man, go. And I've been remembering this, because um, I, like, wrote it into a stand-up script. But, like, <laughs> when I got this go-kart, man, this was 
I got it because I'd seen the Kevin Abstract video, mm-hmm. and I was going really intense into anything I could find that connected me to like gay culture, mm. if you get me. And any time at that period in time, anyone who was like, "Oh, um, we should go on a date," anyone who showed any interest in me whatsoever, I was just a, like full on with it, intense. And this guy, I had arranged to go on a date with this guy in Muddy Plain. Mm-hmm. Muddy Plain is like two massive fuck off hills away from me, right? And just as I've left to go to Muddy Plain to meet this guy, my mate who I've been trying to buy this go kart off all week is like, "Oh, sorry, the go kart now because my dad's got no money." <laughs> I'm like, "Fuck yeah!" <laughs> so I fucking get the go kart, right? And I'm like, "Shit." Now I've got to fucking go on this date. Oh my god, please. But this is like, and this go-kart is like, real budget go-kart. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Like, this is fucking Joe Dirt, no Mario Kart shit. Like, yeah. just fucking pure metal with wheels and pedals, right? Heavy fucking shit. And I'm like, I can't take this all the way to Motley on my own, but I really want to ride it. So I get my fucking friend to come with me so he can help me push it up the hills. And I like promise I'll let him take a turn on the fucking go-kart <laughs> So I've got this guy waiting there for like fucking half an hour. And he's like fucking... St- and Muttley Plain is like one really long road. Yeah. Like a really fucking long road. And he's just fucking stood there and he can just see in the distance something coming towards him. And he's probably thinking like, what the fuck? Like, is there, like, a fucking car on the road? What's going on here? And I just fucking turn up on a fucking go-kart. I'm, like, knee-height on this tiny little fucking go-kart. And I'm like, hey. And he's like, hi. And, dude, the whole fucking date, if you want to call it a date, was just me driving up and down this street on a go-kart and him, like, speed-walking next to me, like, so what music are you into? And I'm just like, oh, you know, rap and shit. Just, like, fucking wee. And dude, I fucking humoured this guy, right? Because he wanted to sit down and I felt bad after a point because I was, I realised, holy shit. Like, even then, being the complete fucking Philistine ape that I was, <laughs> I was still like, shit, I'm boring this guy. Yeah. And he was like, I want to get a Subway. So we go into Subway, but he's stood, he's sat in Subway and he's like getting his order and shit and I'm just stood at the door because I don't want anyone to take the fucking go-kart right so I'm just stood there and he's ordering his thing and I go to order mine from the door and the guy who works in what you playing subway I need to shout him out I don't actually know his name but he's like a I'd say he's a friend of mine now because mm-hmm. we made a very good connection on this day me and the man in subway and I see him a lot since he sees me at the door and he's like no way, that's fucking sick. And he comes out of the fucking subway. He's like the only dude in there. Comes out and he's like, your go-kart is fucking sick, man. <laughs> and I was like, oh, thanks. Like, hasn't even taken the fucking order. Yeah. And he's like, can I have a go? And I'm like, can I get a free subway? <laughs> so, bro, <laughs> we're fucking stood there, right? I've got a mouth fucking covered in barbecue sauce. i got pockets filled with subway cookies. This boy is just fucking stood there, like, oh. out of his depth. And the man from Subway is just riding up and down the street in a fucking go-kart. Shit was so fucking funny. And I ended up having to fob the boy off with my mate so I could just fuck around on the go-kart. But it was a fucking odd moment. And I went on a bit of a tangent there from... I don't know how we even got off the go-kart, but... Fucking hell, man. Thanks to Kevin Abstract for making me want to get a go-kart, basically. Because <laughs> it was a fucking brilliant moment in my life yeah. where I can just say fucking hell, like...
if I didn't get that go-kart, I would have just got some really boring bussy. And it yeah. would have been like, fuck, wouldn't have got a free subway, you know. Fucking, it was fucking great, man. And he got a free subway out of it, so, you know. Fucking guy on subway got to ride a go-kart. I don't know what's happened to the go-kart now. I don't have it anymore. Sold it back to the guy after a few weeks, which is fucking shit, because I used it in, like, a music video. Yeah. And, um, no, I don't have it. And it's fucking, it's peak. Damn. Because I was thinking I could have used it as, like, a logo for the podcast, mm. like, me on a go-kart. But then, I, I don't know, I feel like the logo I've got right now, I'm it's confident good. with. It's good. I'm confident with this one. It's fun, man. I feel like it just looks dumb as fuck, you know, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Which is just fucking sick. Um, but, yeah, man, like, that that Kevin Abstract album I fucked with. And then Saturation. I think I fucked with the album so much, because he was so, like, aggressively gay. Mm. Does that make sense? Like, he was just, like rapping about sucking dick and yeah, fucking that, this guy and fucking so that good. guy that, and he yeah. was unapologetic about it like mm-hmm. fuck there are so many like you know Star you know the song Star yeah where he's like um, oh fuck he's about this really funny bar about like Will Smith or something and like oh fuck I can't that's so my fucking 15 year old self would like kick me in the dick right now <laughs> like, you dickhead you forgot the lyric but like yeah, just hearing this guy like rap about like all of this gay stuff, I was like, holy fuck. Yeah. This is so fucking dope, man. Yeah. And that was like the most expensive record I ever bought. It was like £50. Because it's not like officially released on vinyl. Mm-hmm. So I had to get this like dodgy copy from America. Right. But it was fucking worth it, man. It's such a good album. Such a good fucking yeah, album. Definitely. And then like, bro, so much good hip hop was coming out at that point. Yeah. Yeah. So much so good experimental shit. as well. Yeah, legit. Well, bro, this like. When rock music kind of died out, all of, like, the people that were interested in production just went into hip-hop. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone who experiments, really, with their production and shit now, that doesn't happen in rock anymore. Mm-hmm. That's just hip-hop, man. Mm. People go to hip-hop to fuck around with shit now, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, like, and on the subject of hip-hop, man, like, right now, the UK has, like, some of the best representatives of hip-hop ever. You listen to any UK stuff? You listen to Dave? Uh, yeah, I, I like Dave. Dave's fucking cool. Dave, Dave's great because he came from such like a roadman vibe to like yeah. being really... Well, he was always really lyrical. Yeah. He came from like roadman vibe and tough to like just this guy who's really good at what he does. Yeah, and he just fucking like... He does what he wants to do, man. Yeah, he, he like did a Stormzy. Stormzy did the same. Yeah, for sure. You know I mean? He for was sure. this guy who we thought was really good at rapping in the street and now he's come to this like... I've got, like, a lot to say, and, like, it's heavy. Yeah, but fucking, like... Yeah, and Stormzy, because before he became, like, this mainstream figure that he is now, he was just, like, spitting bars, man. Yeah, yeah. And, like... God, do you remember how many people were fucking playing Shut Up when that came out? Like, like, it's hard to explain to anyone who wasn't there, but fucking everyone was like, Fire the park! Yeah, 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 (laughs) Fucking ripping! Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Everyone... And that big fucking like iconic red drag suit. Yeah, yeah, like, the red Adidas, bro. Oh. It's fucking nuts. And then you oh got Dave, who is just like fucking really experimental and artistic with his yeah. music. Like, yeah. Because I think he's like an A grade pianist. Yeah, Like yeah. self taught. Yeah. Like he plays with orchestras and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, that guy's fucking incredible. And then his, bro, he's got this song, Panic Attack. You heard that song? It's fucking so Possibly. good, man. It's like one of the best lyrical pieces from the UK, right. period. Right. You listen to Lil Sims? 
I listen to Little Sims. Dude, listen to Little Sims' new album. You'd fucking love that. Yeah. That's like the most experimental piece of hip hop to come out of the UK in so long. Oh wait, no, Little Sims. I have. Yeah. You have new album. Yeah, yeah. Stillness in Wonderland. Yeah, yeah. What was it? Point, point and kill. Point and kill. Point, dude, dude, if you listen to the fucking, you'd love her. Um, what do they call those things? Tiny desk. You would yeah, love tiny her tiny desk. desk. Yeah. That. That tiny desk she did is one of my favourites, man. Right. She's fucking... You watch many of them? I get a yep. feeling you fucking love them. Loads, man. You got any favourites? Uh, Royaz. Yeah? Royaz went on there. Oh, who else? Some of my favourites. Dude, I I don't like the artist, but I really like his tiny desk. It was Hobo Johnson. Yeah. Like, I haven't seen Hobo Johnson's, but I've seen some of his acoustic performances in other places. Yeah. And thought they were fucking like, cool. I listen to his music, I'm like, okay, this is kind of right. my thing. Yeah. But I've watched his tiny desk, I was like, wow, this is like... Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I man. Mean, that's the thing. A lot of like, you get a lot of entry level hip hop. Mm. That if you just strip it back and chuck like some guitars and trumpets at it. Yeah. Shit's fucking great just yep. to listen to, Literally, man. Yeah. You know, like just fucking breezy music. Mm-hmm. Like I think you can do that with most hip hop. Um, trying to think of like, the tiny desks that I listen to regularly, like Mac Miller's Tiny Desk. Yeah. I thought that was fucking so yeah, good, man. Dude. Circles. Yeah. Dude. Yeah, and like. Crazy. I wouldn't. I don't think I would have gotten into Mac Miller if I didn't see that tiny desk, like, because until I, I remember the day that tiny desk came out, I was like, oh shit, this guy's fucking great. Because until that, the only time I'd ever heard of Mac Miller, was, when he was carrying like a two hundred foot joint through the woods in Scary Movie Five. Yeah. Like that, I just thought he was like a joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't yeah. realize like he had a lot of shit going on. Like yeah. he he was quite like. You listen to those, like, the lyrics of his songs, they're quite fucking, like... They're heavy. Yeah, they're heavy, man. Like, you can tell he's actually thinking about what he's writing, right? Yeah. Because you get, like, deep, like, moon and full rap that just... It's really, like, basic shit. Yeah. But then he's got really simple lyrics, but, like, you can tell he's really thinking about what he's saying, man. Which is made all the more evident now when you know what fucking happened to him, like... But fuck, man, like... In 2009, I remember, like, when I listened to that, Tiny Desk, I remember her like welling up listening to 2009 because his voice just complemented that keyboard so fucking well. Man. Mm. Like, have you heard he's got a song called, um, oh shit, I forget what the song's called, I just remember it was in a like performance called The Space Sessions. Things called Objects in the Mirror. No, Dude, this performance, man, was so good. It's like after that. I'd listen to that on repeat and on repeat and on repeat. And then he died, like, out of fucking nowhere. So I went and tried to find as many performances of his as I could. And, yeah, he's got this song called Objects in the Mirror, and it's incredible, man. Mm. Like, I think he's... He was, like... The moment he was in at that point, he was, like, made for Tiny Desk kind of thing, you know? And I think, like... He did a really good thing for rap, because he was, like, at the beginning of the new wave of people that have started to do like live instrumentation yeah. on their albums. Yeah. Like Lil Sims, um, I'm not sure about her new album, but her, like, her second LP, which is called Grey Area, that whole thing is live instrumentation. Wow. That whole fucking thing. Nice. And that benefits her performances so much. Because like, the drums are live, the keys are live, the it's guitars raw, are live. And she me. plays with a live band. Yeah. Like she's a full on hip hop MC playing with a live band and it's like that like why don't more people do that yeah and i kind of think why is it taking that long because i know a lot of acts that have done that but none that have gotten that big 
and it's like fuck why like I feel like people are just now realising the potential you can have when you take live music and like jazz and merge it with hip hop mm. the shit is fucking incredible man mm-hmm. this shit's so fun good have you seen um do you see No Name's Tiny Desk yeah that shit was fucking great yeah that shit was fucking great yeah she was she was cool I don't know if she still makes music now or not but like she's really cool because yeah. she's like started a when like lockdown happened the first one so this was like way before the George, George Floyd thing mm-hmm. she'd started this Instagram account called No Name Reads and she started like a book club and every like I think it was every two weeks she would get a new book about like racism or black struggle or like oppression or anyone from like a marginalized community and like just stories of defiance and rebellion and shit and she would get all of these other people to say look I'm, I've got this book anyone wants to read it read it this is a book club and she has done that like every fortnight since bro and like just grown this massive thing of like just fucking getting people to read on shit and to think about shit mm-hmm. and it's so cool man because you get like because obviously when the first when the George Floyd thing happened everyone was suddenly just like it seemed like everyone was getting woken up to like the politics of what was going on yeah. and then on the back of that there were so many like inauthentic things from celebrities who for like three weeks were like oh my god let's sing John Lennon and like be really fucking like be really considerate and let's pray that yeah like these people stop getting killed and like yeah do you know what I mean yeah and then for someone to actually take that and just keep consistently pushing shit out and actually yeah. encourage people to think and to read about it yeah such a different kettle of fish man because like I found it so fucking disgusting how many people like particularly celebrities jumped on it for like two weeks yeah and then were just like Oh yeah, but never mind. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I did. So, I I did that for a while, and then I realized. I looked back on it. I was like, Wait, "What the fuck?" Because like, I did the whole like black screen shit. Yeah, yeah. No, and, I get you. And then I was like, "Dude, this isn't like that isn't helping." Anything. Same shit for me, man. Same shit for me. I did I mean, the same shit, and I just thought, "What the fuck?" Yeah. Like and when people started saying like, "You're putting all this like hashtag Black Lives Matter with black screens, all the actual real content of Black yeah, Lives Matter." Yeah, yeah, exactly. It gets isn't being it shown. It gets now. buried, man, and it's. It's just a, like, it's a difficult thing as well because I feel like it's kind of like, to a way, that's peer pressure of Instagram, right? Like, everyone was just like, oh, shit, I need to post this or yeah. else I'm racist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then that made people just not actually think about proper racism. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You know, instead of actually, like, thinking, oh, shit, yeah. maybe I should read about selfish this selfish was. Yeah, like, for sure. I, I care, guys. Look, I have the black screen. That means Legit. I care. Legit. But you're not doing anything. And I mean. that's, like, and the more extreme version of that is, like, I get, it's, it's something that I guess I'm conflicted in because I don't think it's beneficial to share all of the videos of like people getting killed on Instagram. Yeah. But then obviously there's the argument of like, well, if people don't see it, people won't know what's going on. Yeah. But then it was like, when there were like every single person on Instagram was sharing that video of George Floyd, I was just like, can you imagine being a like young black person in America right now and all you're seeing on your fucking feed is like, Black death, black death, black death. Yeah. It's like, I get it needs to be spoken about, but like, I think all of the like, white people sharing the videos all the time, it's like, maybe it's counterproductive because yeah. you could be fucking someone up by doing that shit. Yeah, I did the same thing. I shared one video and then like, just after I shared it, I was like, wait, hold on a minute. Because like, I actually thought about what I'm putting on my account right now as a yeah. video of someone being killed. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, we don't want to see that fucking shit. You know, I don't think people want to see that. Yeah. Like, 
especially with if, if it was like a video that just no one was seeing and like someone was getting away with it I get why you'd post it online yeah. but like I'm all posting the same shit as well yeah for sure like when these black protesters and like like people who are like uh, you know actually like putting the words out there mm. they're doing it as well they're actually putting stuff behind it we're yeah. just putting this video up and being like hashtag this yeah you know yeah I mean? yeah and it's like okay we will just put that same video up now yeah legit man and it's like that's the problem with like activism on Instagram because mm. it gets to such a showboaty point of view yeah but it's like where is the actual like progress gonna come yeah, yeah. if it's just like a social statement yeah like like getting a fucking Gucci handbag yeah. do you know what I mean yeah. like it's the same fu- that's what it was like you know, like fucking posting, um, and it's not like, I mean, I guess like, you know, the guy got charged with it and all that. So something did happen, but no one's talking about it anymore. And it's not like those issues have just gone away, so to speak. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's a fucking, I don't know, tricky situation. Yeah. The problem that I had with that as well, there's no context in it. Like we put up a video of George Floyd dying. Yeah. But with, like with other things that come up now, like I see on Instagram, like four oceans. And yeah. it's like info of that post. Yeah. But back then, we were just posting this video of it happening. Yeah, for sure. There was no sure. info how to help. There was none of that. Yeah. It yeah, was just yeah. a video of this guy. Um, yeah, for sure, man. And that was like where we were going wrong. We weren't mm. We weren't making others aware how to educate themselves on it. We were just showing this is happening. But, yeah. But what do I do? You yeah, I mean? man. And I think like, there, there were definitely like a lot of people who did push it out there. Like, mm-hmm. I think that's like, like the best shit is when someone can actually use their platform in a beneficial way, like yeah. no name, or like I don't know if I don't know if you'll know Akala, but he's like a UK rapper, and dude, that guy is like a fucking genius, like full on genius, and he's written all of these books about racism, and as soon as that shit happened, he was like, right guys, read this, read this, read this, read this, and it just reminded me of like how cool fucking rap can be, yeah, and like because back in like. I'm going to say back in the day before I was born, <laughs> like rappers were really fucking talking about some serious shit. Yeah, yeah. And they were trying to educate you. Like you listen to any fucking Jizza album and that guy is just dropping you fucking facts and like telling you how to improve your life and how to improve your diet and shit. And it's like, yeah. you could read a fucking self-help book mm-hmm. and get the same shit from listening to some Wu-Tang albums, right? Because yeah. they fucking drop knowledge, man. And I feel, mm-hmm. like, feel like that got lost for a bit on music particularly on rap and I feel like it's coming back with people like Dave mm-hmm. it's fucking how Dave yeah, doesn't bring in, bring in that Dave back. doesn't hold back on any of his opinions on shit man and like on his new album he has a fucking recording right like a voice message recording of his mum like crying because she's overworked from all of these jobs and shit and like sobbing down the phone and it's like what the fuck man mm-hmm. like do it being able to fucking put that out there fucking risky thing to do right like that's your mother Definitely. fucking crying her eyes out on the phone and it's just fucking cool that the guy is willing to go that deep into it right yeah I think I think that's what music has been missing lately but but yeah. then I guess also people don't I think people are just so like overwhelmed with that much politics at the minute yeah because yeah. it's like I think young people just weren't aware of as much shit going on as they are now right like there's that's why I tend to like steer away from Instagram just because there's so much on there. Yeah. And it's like, no one can change all of it. No, yeah. You know? And like, maybe it's better to read about it, about like specific things. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, it's a fucking tricky one, you know? It is, It's a yeah. fucking tricky one. What films have you seen lately? Definitely. 
Um, dude, I'm bad for films. Yeah. No joke. I'm someone who struggles for, like. I don't know. I, I, I come across that occasion where okay, I'll watch this film, but most of the time mm. I won't do it. Right. But yeah, I'm not one. For, I always, I'm always watching YouTube. I am. I'm a little like, just that. I'm the bad person who sees the content for like yeah. ten minutes. You know what I mean? But I'm, what do you? I'm what do you watch? That pulls you in for ten minutes. You know what I mean? Yeah, but bro, that's a fucking whole. That is TV now. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And it's fucking cool. Yeah. Because I feel like it's so much better than TV. Because now you can just watch something for ten minutes. Yeah. And like, okay, dumb. Yeah, and you, you move on to something else. Well. You can choose. You can choose so much. Like just ten years ago, YouTube was a baby. Yeah. You know, and like, in the evenings, most people would just watch TV if they weren't listening to music, or whatever. Literally, yeah. And you had to watch what like, just this weird mix of like TV channels that were like, okay, like fifty percent of our audience are gonna be like beneath thirty. And then like thirty percent are gonna be like seventy years old. How yeah. can we get a mix that's gonna satisfy all of them? And now you can just watch some fucking random guy sat at a computer just spitting funny shit. Yeah. Literally. What kind of stuff are you watching on YouTube at the minute? Um. Music, music stuff mostly. Like, cause I'm trying to do music production and stuff like that, so I'm mm. kind of involved myself with that. No. But then I also like I take a break from it and just watch someone shouting at a game or something. <laughs> Dude, I've got huge into public freakouts. I'm like, I, I hate drama in real life, so when I see it on the internet, yeah, I'm like, so different. I'm like, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> For sure, I'm the same man. Cause like, if I see anyone going fucking nuts in the street, I avoid that shit. Yeah. When it's on YouTube, it's funny as fuck. Hilarious, yeah. Like, um, have you seen the little, the angry little guy with the trumpet? No. And he's talking about like, there's like a guy playing the trumpet in the street. Right. And this really small guy in a suit comes up to him and he's like you motherfucker you're ruining music you're a disgrace yes. to the art yes. you've seen it yes. disgrace the music, to the art the music teacher you has like yeah like the weird heck yeah, yeah. looks like oh i forget her name but yeah he's got his fucking he looks like um he looks like steve buscemi and yeah. fucking um yeah 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 oh uh, what's his name what's the little guy he played arnold schwarzenegger's little twin brother in that film he looks like Steve Buscemi and Danny DeVito had like a gay yeah, sex yeah, yeah. and had a kid. That's what that fucking guy looked like. Yeah, dude, that shit is so weird. It's like, you're an embarrassment to the music industry because they're just playing notes wrong. I know Bob Dylan! Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, but how can you say that when you're like a music teacher, you know? Yeah, I mean, legit. That's crazy to me. And he was full on going nuts yeah, about the shit. So just upset. this random guy. You're playing the wrong notes. It's like, God. okay. Yeah, that, he was like the original Karen. He was yeah, like, yeah, literally. Yeah, wow. that's the original Karen. Dude, what was it they called? Like the male Karen? I forget what it was. I think it was oh. like Greg or some shit. I can't yeah, fucking no, remember. Can't remember. There was like a... Dude, I feel so bad for people who are called Karen who are just nice people. Oh, legit. My neighbour just mean? behind... My mate Caleb's mum. She's called Karen. Oh. She's the loveliest woman yeah. ever though. She's so nice. But she's called Karen. But she's called Karen. <laughs> and it's like, fuck, sorry Karen. Bro. Yeah, sorry. Sorry Karen, you've been really nice to me all <laughs> these 19 years, but I think you're a fucking bitch. Like, <laughs> sorry. sorry girl. Nothing I can do, you chose this life. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's fucking, but I remember there was like a, uh, like an Instagram account that was just de- dedicated to Karens. Yeah. And them going fucking mental. Yeah. But man. it's good that, like, that's a positive side of it because I think it's made like people who would just normally like shout at minimum wage workers or just like harass teenagers because they were bored and like 
fed up with their sexless marriage. Yeah, They're yeah, kind yeah. of like, oh, I can't do that now. Yeah. Because, like, if I started shouting, like, shouting the N-word at this group of, like, black teenagers in a restaurant, people are going to find out and I'm going to lose my fucking job yeah. and people are going to think I'm yeah, a dickhead. Yeah, the fact that we can film everything now. Everything yeah, legit. Internet. Legit. Well, it's like people say, like, nothing changed. It's just we got phones. Yeah. Like, no, nothing increased. Yeah. People just can see it now. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And it's like, these women do not like that. These, like, angry middle-aged white women who have just spent so long shouting at people because they're so dissatisfied with yeah, their lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, they didn't want to get therapy, so they were like, fuck, I'm going to go to the skater place. And like, I'm going to go to the skater place and just fucking shout at these kids and then maybe Barry will shag me tonight if I really go at it. Like, ah, <laughs> oh, fucking, I mean... I've never understood those sort of people who go out their way to, like, go tell someone else, you know what I mean? Oh, legit, I've man. never understood that. Legit, dude. There was a guy in my primary school who was like, he was eight, but he could have been forty-five. Like he was an eight-year-old ginger boy, but he could have been like a forty-five-year-old grey woman, because like he would always come up to the park and like like just tell us like stop shouting or whatever. And he had to fucking like brought these like little nerf guns out all the time, would start like shooting us and stuff. God, he was so fucking annoying. And um, yeah, I just remember he'd always come up to the park. He'd like fucking sit like this and shit. Yeah, like, yeah. Fucking hands with on like hips. yeah, hands on hips. Fucking oh. like Karen's signature. Oh, and geez. like if you didn't listen to him, he'd start fucking screaming at you and stuff. Yeah. Oh god, there was this fucking one time, right? <laughs> this fucking one time where he's like, we've had an argument with him, and he's gone down to his house. He lived at the bottom of the hill of the park, and he's gone to take his knife gun out, and he stubbed his toe. <laughs> he's just fucking screaming the house down, man. <laughs> fucking going mental. It was so fucking funny. And I felt so bad for him. I don't know what he's doing. He must be like 60 now. In his mind, at least. Like, <laughs> yeah. He's going to be the same age as me, but I can fucking guarantee the man is like 60 years old now. Yeah, yeah. In soul. He's not got long left, bless him. <laughs> he's, not, <laughs> he's not got long left. <laughs> Fuck, man. Um, but yeah, like, I've had a lot of... I've had a lot of run-ins with Karens yeah. in my time. Yeah, like, dude, we had a we had a major one in Millbrook. There's these two trees... And me and my mate, um, we put a zip, we put um, slackline right up in one. Cause yeah. we got bored of just going on slackline. We were doing that. <laughs> we were like, oh fuck this, we're gonna do something. Fuck this, we're, we're doing doing something with this slackline. We put it up in a tree. Yeah. And against one, we started ziplining down the slackline. Wow, that's so sick. And, and we're doing it, and we're not that high up. Like, right. We fall out the tree, like oh no. We're but even so, you fucking young, like yeah. Yeah, and what the fuck are you this, gonna do? You've just and then this made a walk- fucking zip line. Yeah, and this woman walks over first filming us. I was like, okay, maybe she thinks it's cool. And then, <laughs> or maybe she's a pedo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then we go, you're all right. She was like, you could break that tree. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I, was oh. Like, I was like, okay. <laughs> That's the what council's the tree. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, it's the world's fucking tree. Yeah, yeah. It's not the council's fucking like, tree. If, if the branch breaks, the whole tree ain't coming down. Yeah, literally, like the council fucking closed down the next day. They're yeah, yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. bankrupt. <laughs> These skaters have pushed us out of town. It's like if that branch broke, it would look disgusting. Yeah, like the rest of the place. Like the fucking terrible. your zipline falls down, the branch breaks, suddenly all the streetlights go off. Like the fucking power's just gone from the whole fucking town. <laughs> Karen's just like I fucking told you, boys. Ah <laughs> oh, fuck. So what did she do, dude? She didn't do anything. Right, actually, because we 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 were just smart. We didn't we didn't 
we talked to her, but we didn't try and like interact. We kind yeah, of just yeah, said yeah. stuff back to her and then did our own shit. Yeah. So she got bored. Because you know she's filming the whole shit. Yeah, she got bored. You know what I mean? <laughs> so we, were, we still were doing it. She just went, oh, so you're not gonna, you're not gonna argue at me. Yeah, literally. <laughs> so that's that's what they fucking want, want man. Away. <laughs> that's what they fucking want. Yeah. Like, they're desperate for someone to fucking shout back at them so they can be like, oh my god. Some Have some interest, they're bored. Yeah, legit. I mean, legit, man. I think that's why so many of the videos came out during COVID. Because like, they got their one chance to go out of the house every day. Yeah. They were fucking using it. like, really, I'm not going to wear the mask. Legit, I'm not fucking doing that shit. Yeah. You want me to fucking stand in a line? You want <laughs> yeah. me to take shit from a minimum wage worker? <laughs> yeah. Like, dude, I met a fucking like, male Karen when I was working at Boardmasters. Yeah. The guy was a fucking dick, and he was the, he was like the worst kind because he was only like twenty five, but he's so entitled, man. Right. Like, so entitled, and the food was really expensive there. I'm not gonna lie, like I I wouldn't have paid for any of it. I got it for free because I was working on the van, yeah, but yeah, like yeah. it was like ten pounds for a burger and chips. Oh fucking hell! She was fucked. <sighs> the guy, and it's like this is like two a.m. because it was fucking like a twenty four hour burger van. Damn. Two a.m. I'm serving this guy a chicken burger. I'm not even thinking about it, and I just get. Like, just about to take the next order, and I just hear, in, in my ear, I just hear, no, you can fuck off, mate. And it's like, what the fuck? And he's like, nah, get fucked. And I'm like, what the fuck are you on about, mate? Like, I have no idea who you are. I'm thinking he's, like, mistaken me for someone or some shit. And he's like, nah, this is not a fucking chicken burger. And he shows me the burger, and it's literally just a burger with chicken in it. And I'm like, uh, bro, I don't know what to tell you. Like, that's a fucking chicken burger. Yeah. And he's like... Nah, you're not gonna charge me for that. And I'm like, dude, I've served that burger like 200 times today. Can't fucking refund you. Yeah. You've got your and burger. You think like you could do anything about it? Yeah, legit. Like, and dude, I just question. said to him, said to him, dude, I'm just getting fucking paid. Yeah. I've been working here for like 12 hours now. I'm fucking tired. It's 2 a.m. Just take your burger. <laughs> like, and he's like, nah, you can get fucked, you cunt. And I was like, mate, like, honest to God, just calm down and eat your burger. I was get I got frustrated at this point, man, because I was so tired. Mm. And he was like, "What? Are you gonna fucking charge me for that?" And I was like, "Yes, I am, mate. Just piss off and eat your burger." And he was like, "Oh, you're gonna start swearing. You're gonna start swearing." And this woman just like cut in front of him, and like I took her order. Yeah. <laughs> and she was she was like, "Oh God, what was that about?" And I was like, "Oh, he's just a pissed idiot, isn't he?" And he's like, "I'm not fucking pissed." <laughs> fucking throws the chicken burger at me, man. <laughs> Fucking launches it into the van. <laughs> the guy had just paid six fifty for a fucking chicken burger and threw it at me, man. And then there was this fucking like the, the only other guy in the van at the time was this like chef and he was from Poland and he was really cool and he looked like Waluigi and he's just like, "Hey, what's the problem?" And the guy's like, "You got a fucking dickhead," and he's like, "Ah, oh, piss off, man!" And they're just getting into this fucking argument. This shit was so fucking funny. Like, that was one of the worst weeks of my life because it was so stressful. But yeah, that wasn't yeah, that, that wasn't. Karen guy having an argument with the head chef and throwing a burger at me that he paid for. He made it kind of like, balanced it out a little bit. You know what I mean? Because I thought, fucking hell, this guy is just like he didn't come back to the van after that. Thank God. Because, mm. but yeah, man, you get fucking entitled people everywhere, you know. Yeah. And like, I haven't had any run-ins. I don't think I've had any full-on run-ins with like female Karens. But mm. male Karens, mm. I've met a lot more. Yeah, and people yeah. who think by complaining, they're going to get that way. Yeah, legit. But then it's like, complaining over nothing. Yeah. Like, just complaining to have a fucking complaint. Yeah. And like, they want you to tell them that they can't complain. Yeah. 
and then it's like, oh, I can't complain. Yeah, like this burger isn't right. You said this burger isn't right. Someone, what are they gonna do? Yeah, change the change the whole fucking. Yeah, menu. and it's like this guy change. thinks I'm like getting the fucking six pounds that he's paid for the burger or whatever, and I'm like, dude, I'm not fucking running this van. Like, <laughs> I was getting paid like nine pounds an hour, but they must have made like the. I spoke to the guy, one of the like security people. Yeah. And he said the guy who was in charge of catering at Boardmasters made about 24 mil just from food at Boardmasters. Oh, what? And I'm like... Because, dude, you see how how much... Like, how much bulk they freeze. These burgers that people were paying six quid for probably cost, like, 25p. And they're paying fucking six pounds. It's crazy, isn't it? The thing is, they all just had loads of money from their parents. They didn't give a fuck. Yeah. They're just going to pay it, man. Yeah. Every day, coming to this burger man. Getting fucking horrendous food. Just shit that was frozen for like months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And well, paying ten pounds for the option, isn't it? You're like That's oh, the thing. Well, oh, I guess I get it. Not <laughs> me, man. I took a fucking big tub of peanut butter, loaf of bread and some cashews, man. And yeah, that was yeah. it. But then I got <laughs> they had like a shop there and I fucking stocked up. Found out jammy dodgers were vegan. <laughs> fucking Oh dude, that must have opened that was your world a, up. It was great, but it was also a terrible discovery for my body, man. <laughs> I was just in this tent, fucking stress eating like a packet of jammy dodgers every couple hours. Shit was fucking stressful, man. Just dipping jammy dodgers in peanut butter. I felt like a slut. I was like, I felt, felt like I was at my fucking lowest. Just trying to hide you know? it, yeah, it. legit. Dude, I was trying to hide it from myself. I, I was like, fuck. Like yeah, covering yeah. my eyes while I was eating these fucking peanut buttery jammy dodgers. Didn't even taste good. I just needed the sugar, man. I was like, yeah. And fucking the worst bit, these girls had seen me dipping an Oreo into peanut butter and eating it in the morning. And then later on in the day, I'm just like listening to music in my tent. And I hear these girls going, the weird bloke in the tent next door. We saw him dipping some weird shit into peanut butter and just eating it. And dude, it took every fibre of my being not to just be like, Hey, it wasn't weird shit, it was fucking Oreos. Like, but then I just thought, imagine how weird that they're going to think I'm just sat in this tent, like listening into their conversation. But I was so fucking butthurt. Yeah. And I was like, fuck you, you paid like fucking 15 pounds for like cheesy chips and a burger, you dumb fuck. I brought fucking peanut butter and Oreos, suck my dick. Like, yeah. But dude, they were full on like, he's a fucking, this fucking weirdo next door. And dude, do this, I had like a beard at the time and my hair's long as fuck. And I'm quite tall. They probably thought I was like 40 years old just <laughs> yeah. fucking sitting in this tent on my own <laughs> eating fucking Oreos and peanut butter. <laughs> You're not even about socialising. And sad legit. Dude, like, I didn't fucking speak to any of them. They weren't my kind of people. Like, dude, I just remember fucking... I was about to start a conversation with them when they were outside my tent. And then I just heard this guy start a conversation with them who was in their group about, like how many pieces of toilet paper he uses on average per time he wipes his ass. And I was like, what the fuck? I don't have any interest in this conversation. And he was like, yo, when I was like six, I probably used way more because I would just go ham on it. But now I think I can go with a solid two and it's clean. And I was just like, these girls don't want to fucking know about that, my guy. Like, they're not like sitting around the fucking tent like, oh shit, I hope he breaks the awkward silence by telling us about his arsehole. Like... God, the guy really pissed me off and he just kept on banging on about fucking... Oh, I can't remember who it was that was playing, but just some shit fucking hip-hop artist. <laughs> and like... Oh, and that's it as well. The first day I was there, I offered some of them porridge. And they were like... 
they looked at me like I was fucking crazy, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, this guy was talking about how he was fucking gluten-free and he couldn't find any food there. And I had just made fucking porridge that was gluten-free. Oh, dude. And I'm like, do you want some porridge? Yeah. And the guy's like, the fuck is huh? that? <laughs> he was like, it was like fucking going up to someone in 1975 and like showing them a video of their granddaughter on TikTok. He was just like, what the fuck is this? Like, as if I was speaking a foreign language to him. Like, why would I eat fucking porridge, dude? This isn't fucking 80s Scotland, man. I was like, fuck you, dude. It's like, I eat porridge every fucking day, man. I love porridge. I think it's fucking sick. But like, you need to... The thing is with porridge, there's a stigma in a weird way. It's not like the deepest fucking stigma in the world. But there's a fucking stigma around porridge, man. No shit. Like, I remember my dad always used to be like, eat porridge. For breakfast. And I was like, fuck that, that's fucking poor people food, motherfucker. I'm not eating porridge. Fucking oats and water, fuck you. <laughs> but the shit's good as fuck. Yeah. Like, I made it on one day on a whim, like, last summer. And I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, porridge is the fucking shit. I've had it for breakfast yeah. every day since. No cap. Right. No fucking cap. You're playing porridge here? Nah, nah, nah. Chuck uh-huh. nuts on and, like, seeds and shit. Yeah. Sometimes put some peanut butter in there, banana. Yeah, yeah. Shit's fucking... You do it with water, not milk. Water, not milk. Yeah, man. Not milk. I used to put um like soy milk in. Yeah. But nah, nah, it's just water and fucking oats. The yeah. shit's so... Gotta do it right, though, man. You gotta really fill, like... Do, like, a quarter of the pan with oats and then double the amount of water, maybe even triple, so you can cook it on a good heat for a fair while. No longer than five minutes. Dude. And then just fucking chuck a load of banana, nuts, fucking seeds. Oh, man. Shit's so good. Fucking guys, this is the key to a brilliant, happy, fulfilled life. If you want to get pussy, (laughs) in my 12 step plan, (laughs) just a fucking 12 step recipe for porridge is going to attract all the pussy, let me tell you. And that's why this guy, who didn't accept my porridge, found himself a few hours later telling girls about how he wipes his ass. Because he's fucking didn't follow the 12 step plan, my guy. Like, yeah, true. It's, um, but yeah, there's a stigma around porridge for sure. People need to break it. I think most yeah. people are still stuck in the porridge is just like what they ate in fucking Shakespearean times before like spending 15 hours in a mine. Yeah. You know? Like, people are like, I'm not eating your cement. Yeah, legit, yeah. Like, what the yeah, fuck dude. are you putting in your mouth? Let's all fucking eat some porridge before we take a boy's trip to the chimney sweeps. Yeah. Like, but yeah, like, this shit's fucking this, like, good. sugary crap in my yeah, mouth. Yeah, legit. Some milk. Well, that's the fucking thing. Like, fuck, man. Cereal now, like, yeah, I watched this documentary, right? And I think it's like one in five kids in the UK are obese. Dude, like yeah. one in five. Yeah, we're getting closer to America. It's twenty percent with obesity. Yeah, but dude, like twenty percent of people under twelve, obese. That's fucked up. What the fuck, yeah, man? Yeah, and like that. Kellogg's, right? They have got this fucking boat, and they've gone to these like places in South Africa, where they're slowly starting to develop, like commercially mm-hmm. but they're still poor as fuck and they're still living in huts and stuff mm-hmm. but because they know they're coming into money and they're starting to build communities yeah they are just giving away free like nestle kellogg's oh. crap yeah and they're getting their first ever cases of childhood obesity because oh. they're giving it to them for free because they know they're going to be hooked yeah. yeah this shit's fucked man yeah this shit's so fucked and it gets to the point where people look at you like a freak Ruffing them fucking porridge. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? And like, 
dude, it's so fucked because, like, it's a problem, man. Yeah. Like, 20% of kids in a developed country being obese. Yeah. That's yeah. a fucking yeah. unnecessary yeah. health complication. And if you look at, like, COVID statistics, right, 70% of people who go to hospital with COVID are obese. And it's like, that's a real fucking concern, right? Yeah. But, like... Yeah. Like just the mental health effects of that of those children as well. Oh, for sure. Because like, it's not really their fault. I yeah, mean, dude. That is just—it's not your fault. You shouldn't be allowed to be obese at twelve years old. Yeah, bluntly, yeah. right? Yeah. Like you fucking shouldn't. Yeah. And um, like you—you you should not be given access to that much shit. Thing is, I used to eat all the fucking time, like really bad shit as a kid. Thank God I didn't get obese. But it's like, you know, I don't think people should just have that like given to them. You know, like you really need to think about what you're giving your kid to mm-hmm. eat right mm-hmm. and like yeah like you said these kids don't fucking know because it's like when you're a kid sugar is fucking great yeah and it's like if you just had someone constantly giving you sugar you'd be like oh fuck yeah, yeah. man yeah you know what i mean it's like in the moment if someone just starts lining up loads of coke in front of you you'd be like oh great and then you'd be like after a few lines you'd be like okay maybe I need to calm the fuck yeah down. yeah yeah and then like you grow up and you're like holy shit don't need to do that but for a kid man you have no sense of like yeah Especially sugar fucks with your reward system as well. Mm-hmm. So like, all you think about in terms of what's gonna happen if you eat the sugar is just oh, I'm gonna feel cool. Mm-hmm. It's gonna taste fucking great. And then like you said, like they don't know why they're fat, mm-hmm. and they're going into school where other people aren't fat, yep. and they're getting fucking bullied, man. Yeah. Because like, once once fucking insecure kids find something that makes someone else different, they fucking exploit that shit. Oh yeah. You know, yeah. like, and I. I mean, I know people that got, like, really badly bullied in secondary school and they still, like, are very sensitive to any kind of jokes around things they got yeah. bullied about, you know yeah, what I mean? weird how mean we are to each other in the, when sure. we're that young, isn't it? Yeah, man. Like, for some reason, we just like to attack each other when we're that young. Yeah, like, like fully, though, like, intense, like, detailed ridicule, do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I remember my, my, my mate has a, well, like, family friend has a kid who's just gone into secondary school and um he's getting bullied by a girl and it's like shit what can you do you know mm-hmm. like it's a fucking difficult situation mm. and he said this girl literally just came up to him and was like I really enjoy being sadistic to you she's in year 7 like where the fuck did that come from yeah. man dude it's it's scary now man when I see like young kids talking about shit that we like also knew when we were younger yeah to get like sexual force and that but they're way younger. I'm like, yeah. Ah. <laughs> but dude, also, cause I remember like, mate, I, when I was in year seven, I had a friend who we went to the same primary school and went to different secondary schools and I'd meet up with her in the park. And she'd be telling me about like, boys she was giving blowjobs to and stuff. Oh. We were in year seven. Oh, and I remember bro. thinking, oh cool. But now I'm like, what the fuck? I remember at the time I was like envious. I was like, oh, what the fuck? Yeah. I'm like stuck here reading the Bible. You're in school fucking sucking dick at lunchtime. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Like, and now I'm like, holy shit, thank God. Like, thank those fucking crazy nuns, man. Like, shit's Bro, you got, so you got fucked quote up. That. I'm stuck here reading the Bible. You're out there sucking dick in it's the lunchtime. It's the fucking truth, man. Yeah, And like, definitely. fuck, thank God. Like, that shit's so fucked up. Man. Yeah. And yeah. now, like, thinking about that, I'm just like, holy shit, man. Like, that's gonna... I mean, I don't even know her now. I don't know what she's doing now. Yeah. That's a fucking... Yeah, it's too young as well for your, for your psyche. For your, like, for your well, dude, dude, amazing. you heard of Cupcake? No. You heard of Ashaniko? No. Right, dude, these fucking... 
this is what gets played in the gay clubs, right? So when I'm down in the gay clubs or whatever, got some fucking crazy shit going on. But that's okay, because it's in a gay club. Yes. And there's this woman, Cupcake, and she's a singer, and she like, really like, deep sexual shit. Mm-hmm. Like, talking about like, deep throat and dicks, and getting like, nuts in the throat and stuff. And fucking dude, I'm babysitting this one time, right? Mm. Babysitting like a fucking seven-year-old girl. Mm. And this woman, Cupcake, is always playing in the clubs. Yeah. And I've seen some fucked up shit happen to Cupcake. You know, I'm on the fucking... I'm in the club when Cupcake's playing. Everyone's getting fucking naked and someone's getting, like, sucked off on the dance floor and whatnot. And I'm fucking making cakes for this kid that I'm babysitting, right? Yeah. And they're like, oh, my God, I know it would be so fitting. Alexa, play Cupcake. And I was like, Alexa, don't you fucking dare play Cupcake. <laughs> I was like, Alexa, shut the fuck up. I was like, no. Alexa, calm the fuck down a minute. And I was like, why the fuck have you had a cupcake? <laughs> yeah. Like, what the fuck? And she's like, don't tell dad, don't tell dad. <laughs> and I'm like, why the fuck have you had this? And she's like, TikTok. I was like, fucking TikTok, Dude, man. crazy. Sexualized, sexualized content on TikTok is nuts. Dude, and it's like, I don't think people like parents realise what is actually available oh, to these kids on work. TikTok. No, not at all. Because yeah. it's like, they don't understand. Like, these kids don't understand. That's fucked up. Yeah. I don't even know if this kid made a connection to what Cupcake is saying about like dicks in the throat. Yeah, well, it makes it so. And penises in the throat. Yeah, I don't know um, if they knew what that was. As well. Like, they'll think, like, yeah, for oh, sure. so that's what like, girls are doing. They're like taking all these dicks. And yeah, like, really and like, that's that. how someone's gonna love me or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Like, that's so fucked, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, some little kid. God, man. Yeah, it's fucking freaky, dude. It's fucking freaky. Like, I mean, you look in China, you look over at China, right? Mm. And obviously, they're a fucking horrendous communist country that like have no rights for their citizens yeah but they don't fuck with tiktok (laughs) (laughs) they don't fuck with tiktok dude like in china they've made these new laws right you're not allowed a fan account you're not allowed to use social media more than like two hours a day you're not allowed to like obsess over any celebrities on on those platforms all of these laws about it but it's like this is the developing like china are gonna rule the world So all of these people are saying, like, China, they're going to be the next America, basically. And what they're saying to their people is, like, this shit is fucking you up. And we're not going to let our people get fucked up by these companies that we're creating. Let them fuck up (laughs) the the stupid Western prints. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're fucking falling for it, man. Definitely. Like, it's so messed. Like, I I had TikTok for a while, but I uninstalled it just because I thought, like, I don't want to support that. Yeah. If it's showing these young kids that kind of shit, man. Yeah, yeah. Crazy. Like, it's so fucked up. Yeah. I just don't get, like, where the cutoff point is as well. Because, like, if parents don't realise that's going on, they're just going to keep letting their kids use TikTok. Yeah. And then it's just, like, kids are going to be getting sexual earlier and earlier. Yeah, literally. And that's going to have so many mental health effects yeah. later in life. Yeah. Like, it's kind of fucked. Like, I think I started having sex too young at, like, 15. I just think, like, holy fuck, that was such a bad time yeah, to right. start having sex. But, right. like, any younger than that, I just think, holy shit, man. Particularly if you're using it as, like, a vehicle of, like, um, like fulfilling a self-image and, like, making yourself feel better by having sex. That's such a bad move. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like these, like, young girls are going to be like, oh, shit, I have to have sex. Yeah, yeah, literally. And, like, oh, it'd be cool if I had sex with someone. Yeah. It's like holy shit, man. And yeah. I don't have anything against Cupcake. Yeah, she makes yeah. great music. It's yeah, not her fault. The shit her. is being yeah. fucking sent to young kids. Yeah, definitely. Like, 
Because she, she actually quit music because she was like, I don't want to corrupt the youth. Oh. And it's like, you shouldn't have to fuck, you should be able to make whatever yeah, the fuck you yeah, want. You shouldn't have to do people shouldn't be fucking letting kids view that fucking shit, yeah. you know? Yeah. It's like, dude, my fucking dad messed, like, called me a few weeks ago. My little sister's six years old. My dad calls me and he's like, your sister's crying because you haven't accepted her friend request on Facebook. And I was like, right, I'm going, mate. Fuck you. Like, I'm not accepting her friend request on fucking Facebook. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, like, what the fuck, dude? Accepted her friend request on you fucking... You like my post. <laughs> on fucking Facebook. Dude, back in fucking... Like, even when I was a fucking kid, no one my age was on Facebook. Mm. A fucking six, mm-hmm. dude. Yeah, that's ridiculous. What the fuck, man? Yeah. Like, is. the fucking closest thing you had to Facebook was like, I used to always argue with my friend Matthew across the road. I remember one time I just like wrote on a piece of paper, "dickhead," and put it through his letterbox. That's like the closest thing to fucking <laughs> Facebook that I had then. Yeah. Like that shit's just so fucking. I, it's bizarre, man. Yeah. It's bizarre, and it like being that young and being able to connect to your friends all the time is yeah, fucked. Yeah. Because I feel like, like, being young is kind of about, in a lot of ways, just being alone. Mm. Like, obviously, you want to be as social as possible, but a lot of your time when you're a fucking young person, and even as a teenager, you're alone. Like, you're thinking about shit. That's how you sort of become someone. Mm -hmm. And if you can, from that age as well, you don't see any problems with it. So you're just like, holy fuck. Mm -hmm. Like... Don't know, man. It's fucking... It's a bit depressing, eh? Yeah, man. I'm always scared whenever I see like someone who looks like 13 they're already wearing fishnets and like yeah, shit legit. that's obviously like not sexual but out there yeah you know for sure I mean? I'm it's, like you, uh. it's a dangerous fu- bro the culture's getting a bit fucked right with that whole thing like yeah I don't know it's and how many of these kids who look like my age but are like 14 yeah legit and they're all doing my shit but they do not have the same experiences of someone who's of my age yo dude that's the thing like when I was like 14, 15 I was like sneaking into gay clubs and stuff yeah it's like that was so fucking dumb yeah like I remember thinking it was so cool but like and I never ended up fucking anyone in these clubs but I would have and like how fucked would that have been for like a 30 year old guy or whatever to have then realised I was like fucking 14 like that would be so fucked up yeah yeah and I know that's fucked up yeah you wouldn't feel but, safe in that like in that space that's made for like, older people. Yeah, legit, legit. Because it's like, you just can't know. Because yeah. people can get fake ID, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, loads of my mates had fake ID. Yeah. And, yeah, it's fucking, it's creepy, man. But, like, yeah, I think, I don't know. I think the government really need to just come, like, say, hold on. Maybe limit it. Like, maybe limit it. I know it sounds like, I had this conversation with my sister and she was like, oh, the government can't control the fucking blah, blah, blah. They're not fucking communists, but but, <laughs> but then it's like, nah, come on, a bit of communism. That <laughs> fucking obviously is bad, but like, the government can't just let, like, if you want a good culture, you can't just let people fucking get obsessed with sex at that age, man. Yeah, yeah. And waste all of their time on fucking Instagram, right? Definitely. Like, I feel like if, to a degree, if people can't take resp- personal responsibility, just don't give them as many temptations. Yeah. Like, you know, they can still go out and, like, do drugs and stuff. Yeah. Just don't have to do Instagram. Yeah. Because the thing is, no one's got any shame with Instagram and stuff. Because mm-hmm. you're still wasting loads of fucking time. And you're damaging your mental health. But there's no stigma around being on Instagram kind mm-hmm. of thing. You know what I mean? There's no stigma. Like, like, if you got really into 
booze and drugs and that. There's a stigma. Definitely, yeah. But not with social media because yeah. obviously everyone's on it. Yeah. And like everyone wastes time on it. I waste so much fucking time on it. Yeah. And I'm trying to fucking bang on about how bad it is, but like I use Instagram so much, man. Yeah. It's fucking, God, it's gross. Yeah. Yeah. A good thing, I don't know, I kind of, don't know how it happened, but I'm just one of those people where I can look at it but not really care. Yeah. It doesn't affect me at all. If yeah. I see this or I see that, it does not hit me like, like it would most people. Yeah, I get you, Which bro. is good. Which is why I'm like, I just don't care too much if I want it because yeah. it does not hit. Like it, I'm just like, it's just something to look at. Yeah, I feel yeah. you. What I've done is like, I try to, like if I meet up with anyone, I try to get their phone number instead of Instagram. Yeah. Because if you're like texting people, it's different because if you're on Instagram, like you go and text someone and then you have so many different posts. And, loads of these and it's just like, like I've just figured out what I would use it for and just use YouTube. Mm. and texts because mm. then like on YouTube I can just save things to my watch later and I'm not just scrolling for hours and hours and hours yeah, kind of yeah, yeah. but then even then on YouTube I save one thing to my watch later and then there's like something in the recommended something in yeah, the recommended dude. something in the recommended but like there's always going to be that to a degree and no one's going to be perfect with it Yeah. but like I, I think people just really need to be more aware of it yeah well people struggle to like take a step back yeah like from a young age I've been good at being like okay what's going on around me yeah you know what I mean I I'm get scrolling through and then my brain goes well what are you doing yeah, you know and I, mean? I think I've so. been similar, and but I don't think as I think most young people don't have that. No, exactly. I think a lot yeah, of people exactly. in our age group are not blessed to have more like introspection yeah. and awareness of like oh the shit outside of the house kind of thing. Yeah, like I think a lot of people is mad comfortable. Yeah, like you can't get too comfortable, you know. Mm-hmm. Like I think, like I, I don't think I've ever really been like fully comfortable in anything. Mm-hmm. I think that's fucking great, man. Because if I was, I'd just be like so boring. Be I'd be boring, man. Yeah. Like I just would. Like I feel like this podcast. Like I just started it because I was fucking so conscious of time just moving. Yeah. And I was like, shit, I want to do something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same as like fucking film and music and shit. It's just like fuck. Yeah. Like I'm yeah, just kind of trapped here for like eight years. Yeah. Don't want to just fucking waste it. Yeah. Right? So if you were sat here as well by yourself, like you might do some art stuff, but you would most of the time be Instagram, yeah, music, watch a show, Instagram. Like, you can't yeah. go through that process. And and also, it's and it, like, I could just be sat here with a mate or whatever, yeah. and we just talk, fucking talk about some funny shit, and it's just gone. But someone can plug into this and be like, oh my fucking God, like, I fucking agree with that, that's fucking funny. I'm going to fucking stay alive today, or like, <laughs> oh, I'm going to turn off my phone for a bit or some yeah, shit. Like, that's just, do you know what I mean? Because like, bro, like, when I'm not listening to music, or like, working on film or whatever, I'm always listening to podcasts. Like, I fucking love them. And, um, like all of it, like everything I do basically is just born out of like, all right, shit, how can I just know more shit so I'm not thinking about the shit that I don't like, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. And that's, I think, the key where that is why Instagram's so popular. Because mm-hmm. I could do the same shit with Instagram, right? Yeah. I could be like, all right, I don't want to think about all of the bad shit, so I'm just going to stimulate, because it's stimulating as fuck. Yeah. But it's like you get passive and depressed. Yeah. It's like what we were talking about earlier, man. Like, people are not as willing to go out and experience shit anymore as they should be, right? Yeah. People are so fucking... Like, people who are in the same position as me are content as fuck with their lives. And I'm just like, why, man? Mm-hmm. Like, why? There's so fucking much that hasn't happened yet, you know? And it's like, I don't know, I think social media has a big part to play in that. Yeah. Because people are just like... They've been given this false sense of competition that they're like competing with other people's social lives yeah yeah and it's like dude like the best quote 
that has ever affected my life is like the only person you should ever compare yourself to is the person that you were yesterday and it's like yeah shicks if you like, if you genuinely compared yourself to who you were and yesterday being like a vague term so like a year ago or like yeah. two years ago or last month or like the last time you made something like if you compare yourself to someone else you just get overwhelmed right? yeah. and you're like oh shit there's no point in trying yeah. Like, if I had to compare this podcast to, like, Joe Rogan's podcast, it'd be like, oh, fuck, shit. Yeah. But then, like, my last podcast got fucking eight listens, and the one before that got three. So it's like, all right, it's sick. That's over 100% improvement, you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. And you just don't get that from social media, I suppose. Yeah. That's a fucking tangent. I do fucking too many fucking tangents, man. People are just fucking sad. I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? No, you're, you're, you're on the ball with that. But, um, Definitely. Mate, and that's the thing. I think, like, people know it, you know? People know what's going on. It's yeah. just a matter of, like, accepting it. Yeah. If that makes sense. Definitely. Bro, we should recommend... I tried to recommend, like, an album and a film or a book at the end of every pod. Okay. Well, out, give us a fucking album, man. Chuck an album out there. But also, before we recommend any albums or films, I just want to say... I've gotten so into dark chocolate lately, guys, and I think it might be the way forward. I was going to say, shout out to dark chocolate. Legit, if we want to move thing. away from a world of political divide and social media obsession and um, hate, dark chocolate is the way forward. Dark chocolate is the way forward. Just two bites of dark chocolate a day reduce <laughs> your chance of being a miserable cunt by 100%. Oh, dude, one album. One album. Come on. Come on, you listen to so much cool shit. Yeah, I'll do, I'll, I'll do, a, I'll do a classic. The Mama's Gun by Erykah Badu. Bam! Erykah Badu, come on. Erykah Badu, great one. Not, and her, her shit is so, like, you tangent off her music so easily. Mm. Like, all of the people who've, like, worked with her or, like, sampled from her, like, you're like, okay, yeah, this is, like, some real shit. I'm with you. Mm-hmm. I want to chuck out that, um... Fuck, it was just in my mind and now it's gone. What the fuck was it? Um, Ice Cube's The Predator. Fuck, man. I've been fucking with that album so much lately. My favourite hip-hop album ever. Nice. I've never shouted it out on this on this uh, podcast, but like, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you've heard it, but fuck, man. The production on that album is so sick. Right. Have you played Cuphead? Huh? Have you played Cuphead? I've seen it. I see, yeah. Dude, it's like if Cuphead was a rap album about <laughs> fucking police brutality. Right. It would be The Predator. Because wow, okay. he made it in the LA riots in 95. Oh, the whole right. thing is off the back of that. Damn. And it's right. just him saying like, if you guys don't fucking respect me, I'm going to fuck shit up. Yeah, right. The whole album is insane, man. Yeah. Dude, that's what I love about Ice Cube. He like, he says something, you're like, fuck, he could take over the world. Yeah. Like, he says some shit like, I want to fuck things up. You're like, And he's so you're confident cool. with it. <laughs> and you like, He's got such a cool image. Yeah. Cause he just doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, definitely. And like, where most of his peers went kind of business-sided, which is great, he was like, fuck that. I'm hard in the paint. Mm. Big up to Ice Cube and the mm. Predator album. Um, I honestly can't even think of a film. No, neither. I've seen, I've watched quite a few lately, but mm. I can't think of them off the top of my head. Um, Dude, actually, you know what? I'm. Br- this isn't even like one of my favorites, but Revenge of the Nerds. What's Revenge of the Nerds? Dude, it's hilarious. It's like old, like old film about like what uh, uni's like in America, 
and it's the really stereotypical like these nerds are really like big losers and then right. they get the women in the end and these right. frat guys and like but it's like a lot of like um toxic masculinity like they go to the girls dorm and steal their pants and like Fuck. really funny raw stuff right okay i'm with you but I'm with yeah you. that but it's good it's like really old but it's mm. hilarious that's that's really good Sounds the Revenge of the Nerds. Sounds fucking and they sick. Got, they got a mad ending to the song. They're like, they're like, I can't spoil it, but there's just something. They're, they're like, Revenge of the Nerds. It's like some 80s like pop. And it, it goes off. You're like, fuck yeah, Revenge of the Nerds. <laughs> Revenge of the fucking You're nerds. behind it. You're like, I'm going to start fucking becoming a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> fucking there we go, man. Revenge of the Nerds. Yeah. Um, Dude, I saw a fucking funny film the other day. It's called He Never Died. You heard of Henry Rollins? No. Oh, dude, he was in a band called Black Flag. The mm. guy's fucking, just like this really intense American, like, old dude. But he's, like, such a depressive, like, really brutal actor. And he's just, like, plays this, like, angel. <laughs> and this shit is so funny. Because, like, his daughter would be like, I love you, Dad. And he's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> and, <laughs> and it's just, like, this shit's not meant to be funny, but it's so fucking funny. Yeah. That I would put out there, too. But, yeah. um... Hold on. I've got two more as well, actually. Fucking, one come on. Came to me. Train spotting. Ah, oh, come on. Train spotting. I have Amazing. a tiny little train spotting poster up there. I don't know, if, don't know if you can even see it. It's so small. It's in between oh, the Wu-Tang poster yeah, yeah. and the St. Maud. I see it. You see that and shit? And Jarhead. And Jarhead. Right. Mate, off the back of that, I will say, I rewatched Snatch the other day. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Snatch is so good. Yeah. And um, Lock, Stock and Two Smoking Barrels by the same guy, Guy Ritchie. Right. Same guy. Um, fucking watch those two films. They're fucking incredible. Yeah. Um, Finn, it's been a fucking pleasure, man. Yeah, I think it's been, been good. Absolute fucking pleasure. Been sick to have you on the pod as our like third official guest. Nice. Been fucking wonderful, man. Um, yeah, it's been a lovely episode. I hope everyone's had a fucking brilliant time listening in. Yeah. Peace, love. See you guys soon. Listen to those albums. Watch those films. See you before the world implodes, motherfuckers! Boom! <laughs>